Welcome back to Keeping It Real. In this episode, I had Noah Stemple on, and we discussed our families, school, wrestling, and our perceptions of faith. So tune in and enjoy. I heard you done got you a dime piece, man. Hell no, man. One of them Beyonce making good types, man. Nah, nah, nah. Is that true, man? I just want to know. Probably not. I mean, shit. To be honest with you, man, she's a bad thing. Finding hell. Thick as fuck. Oh my god. That's my baby. Caroline, you divine. Mighty fine. Started really blow the pie. That's true. Like a pro. Yeah. I got all the time in the world. Um. Honestly, it looks pretty good. So. Okay, just, sweet. You just get rolling. All right. Let's do, do this thing. <laughs> yeah, but so the last time you were here, we were uh, talking about high school sports. Yeah. Because it was right after like our last games and stuff. Mm-hmm. That was a good conversation. It was. Could enjoy that, but I'm glad your uh, things are working out. Yes, things in my life are all looking up. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm nervous about this podcast. Yeah, it's funny. Everybody, like, you have to address the microphone because people. It's like a, it's a barrier, it's a wall, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I feel for like, sure. Like, now when I look at it, I see, like, people, because people have been coming up to me who listen to it, and yeah. now, like, I put a face to this microphone now, which is crazy, but... Yeah, this feels, this feels like a much more serious podcast than what it was before. Like, before it felt like... We were just messing Yeah, around. it was like you and your friends it, it's just still, hanging out. It's still, the, like, it's still like that, just... No, I know, I think it's just more, it's a lot better now, like, it's more productive like i feel like what the podcast is now is like people from marlboro that you think like have something good to talk about like all coming together uh-huh. and it's like it's really cool to see everyone's perspective yeah. like this that's what this podcast is it's just because everybody's everybody when you every person who's asked me to be on it they're like all right what's the topic what are we talking about and yeah. i'm like it will come it's when, about the like, guests it's yeah, yeah it will come when we get there like it's about you and then uh it's like they start freaking out, but they're like, oh, what am I, like, preparing for them? Like, don't even worry about it. Like, it's literally just hanging out talking, but. Yeah. Yeah. I tried to think of things I could talk about, but now. I, you had some yeah. questions earlier in the week. Did, I oh, posted, yeah, I did. I posted a podcast today that I think will answer. Was that the, that was the Zach Matrakis one? I started listening to that on the way over. I but, think um, that will answer a lot of uh, confusion. I hope so. I didn't finish it, which is. And it also is going to add a lot more confusion because it's one of those things where uh, it's going to be weekly. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. we have a lot to say. We have a lot to get to. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. The stuff with, um, the stuff that Zach said about, like, not worrying about money as much, like, that's, I don't know. Like, I th- that was kind of eye-opening, but, I mean, at the same time, I don't think, it sounds like something that's really hard to, like, get out of, like, the system of just caring about money so much like you want to like that's the goal you want to continue with life you want to go through college you want to get a job you want to it's keep making money but yeah. it sounds like it's tough because that system like was created the system we're on today is created based off the use of money when we could have such a better system just based off of giving and receiving and being able like literally just appreciating each other and not having to have more than others you know what i'm saying yeah i'm like i'm at this point where i care about money and like i've been working really hard because i want that financial freedom Mm -hmm. but at the same time i know like just continuing this positivity and continuing like picking other people up that in my life 
where when I reach a when I reach points where money might seem like an obstacle, it's not going to be. Like I know when I'm older and if I'm going to need a house and I don't like I don't want to have a house through the bank. Like I want to build my own like my own home really? when I'm older. Like I'm going to ask all my friends who I know who over the years I'm going to meet knows how to build a house. You know what I'm saying? And mm -hmm. they're going to help me and I'm going to I'm going to pay them and then it's going to be my house. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. And then like things like that and like maybe I'll live in a van for a little bit maybe it like just cost-efficient things that are way more fun than like having those big expensive things that seem like a safe idea you know what I'm saying yeah but I mean some of those things like you can think about now like that will work out fine but I mean you don't know what your situation is gonna be when you're older you might have like a not. wife and a kid when you're older like you might have nothing but I'm not, like, you like, can't live in a van with a wife and a kid like that's it's not possible. She can't live like that. You can't treat your wife like mm -hmm. that. Like you, um, you have to. I don't know. Provide something at least, or I mean, work together to build something. But like right now, but I don't yeah. have a wife and a kid. So yeah, I know. Right now, you can say that. Like it's gonna what work I like fine. Is right now. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah. Like I don't. I'm not worried. When I get to that. When I get to that bridge, I'll cross it. You know what I'm saying? Like. Oh yeah, I get what you're saying. Like, I mean, but I, know. I don't know. I have, I have faith that things will just fall into place for me. You know what I'm saying? Like, if you just keep chugging along your life, keep staying happy, I feel like it'd just work out. And I feel like new ways of income will come your way, like new paths, new opportunities. The opportunity's there for everyone. It's mm. just, you gotta jump on them. You know what I'm saying? Like, yesterday someone was like, you you have the sickest jobs. Like, you always have the sickest jobs. Like, you're yeah. delivering food, you're either working, delivering ice or whatever. It's like, Someone talks to me about it, and I just do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Even if I have a job right then, if it sounds better than the job I have, I'll do it. I don't care. Like, I'm 18. Really? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll, I'll hop around. If it's fun to do new jobs. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Ace <laughs> is being needy. A little bit. But, um, what was I going to say? Yeah, you do seem to talk to a lot of people. Like, that's, I think that's something that's a really good quality to have. And I think, like, I've been trying more to be like that. I want to talk to as many new people as I can but it's I don't know it's, it feels it's scary difficult. yeah it's, it's definitely it's because scary. you're thinking through your ego but I'm telling you like everybody feels that way everybody mm -hmm. wants to talk like people might be scared to talk to you because they don't think you do but right now you're saying you want to talk you know what I'm saying yeah I do I mean like it is different like I don't feel like people want to talk to me like if I think if people look at me they're like oh you'd look like you don't want to talk <laughs> like, <laughs> like okay like that's I'm okay with that. Like, I mean, I don't always want to talk to everyone, but it's it's nice when someone comes up and they feel comfortable around 100%. you. Hundred percent, always. And I don't know when you get to the point I'm at. Like, I'm just looking at everybody as a human, and like, it's so easy to just go up and talk to them. And if they like, they don't want to talk, and like, you sense that, just move on. You know what I'm saying? Like, you might not encounter them in a while. You might not. Like, it's not that big of a deal. Like, you don't have to get embarrassed and, like, not approach the next person because the last person didn't work out. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, just, I don't know. I, I think more often than not, though, people want to talk. Yeah, I think that's pretty accurate. But, I mean, you can kind of tell when someone doesn't want to talk. But, I mean, yeah, that's, yeah, like, yeah. obviously. Headphones yeah. in, Ign head in the phone. Yeah. They just stand in an elevator looking. One word at a time if you try to talk yeah, to them. Like, yeah. are you doing? Like, oh, good. You know, That's because they're just wrapped up in their own thoughts doing yeah. something else. They're somewhere else. But, um, yeah, yeah gyms just open up. You've been hitting Wayside? I've not. I, I've gotten into such a routine at, like, the little, little home weird gym that I've yeah. built. Like, it's just, like, I wake up and I go 
do that and then I take a shower and then like I just go on with my day like it's just so convenient that's awesome yeah Ace is about to knock the goddamn microphone off God damn it Ace <clears throat> hey relax but uh <laughs> chill out um that's, that's been, good that you got that morning routine though that's yeah a, like honestly once you get that first part of your day squared away like the rest just flows yeah it all just feels like I'm being productive if I get that done but um I don't know I've been working a lot more like um that's kind of weird it's like it's a lot different now like oh yeah yesterday we had to call the paramedics that was weird what yeah. happened it was uh one of the lifeguards got disinfectant in her eye oh yeah it wasn't okay? it, it wasn't that bad she was she's fine but like it was like it was just scary like there yeah. were a lot of people there she was good though yeah she was fine she's just um disinfected yeah yeah like we have to carry around a spray bottle now oh is like, one of the machine ones like no, that, it's oh, not. It's not. You're sick. It's not high tech at all. There's no way we'd have that kind of stuff at Wayside. But um, the ones that crunch, they just—it's like they just spray a bunch of shit. It's mad sick. No, all we we have a bottle that works half the time. So we just like sometimes it like falls apart, and that's probably I think that's what happened to her. Like it just yeah, like it just exploded on her, and like she had to go to the hospital uh -oh. but um jesus yeah no we have to we just have to spray a lot of things we have to spray everything anyone has sit on or touched really how many people are even going there i'm not like Our oldest as few there? as you expect the average age there's like 90 when it's like 90 and sunny out there's like 30 40 people out there which is like close to the max amount we can have what about the indoor, like, gym part of that? Indoor, there's hardly... Well, I don't know about the gym. I haven't oh, really been paying much attention to the gym. I'm not really... I don't work there. That was a like, lifeguard, by the way. I am a lifeguard. Yes. <laughs> Save the lives. <laughs> I guard the life. Yeah. <laughs> All I really do is yell at children. That's my job. <laughs> I say... I say, walk, and I say, off the lane line. Those are my... That's my job. You're too audible. Yeah. And, um... Yeah, indoor, not too many people, because, like, indoor is weird. You have to sign up a day in advance, and you have to, like, schedule, block off, like, 30 minutes of time, so it's, like... That would make me not want to work out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, you don't want to do it if you have to go through that big process, which is weird, because you don't have to do that at the outdoor pool. I don't really understand how it works, but... Um, I mean, that kind of makes sense, because if you're outside, it's more open and airy and less... Yeah, that makes sense, but, I mean, I don't know. I don't understand how we can't just have the same thing we've been doing i don't know how like the last year people can just come in and if a lane's open you can use it that's just always how it worked but um i, don't, I guess this is better we don't have people waiting around and stuff but um yeah oh uh, that's all i got um we can talk about something that isn't my job because that would probably be more universal to how you been feeling lately like physically mentally um well, I mean, there are always times where, like, I don't feel good about myself, but, I mean, there's, it's more or less been positive. I think that's because of, partly because of work and po partly because things have been better with Jackie, mm -hmm. and, like, I feel like, I don't know, we're in a good place right now, and... That's really good. Yeah, it's just, um... And she's in a better place, she's been talking about it a lot, like, you guys are really figuring it out. Yeah, I mean, we're trying, like, it's always... That's all, that's all you can do. Yeah, it's difficult to open up, because we're both really, like... Um, we don't talk a lot about our feelings, I think, like, she does talk, she does do it a lot more than I do, but I mean, like, there are things she's never told anyone and that I want to hear, and mm -hmm. she's, like, she's just still it's trying hard. to open really up to me, hard. yeah, 
and I know, like, I know it's hard because, like, I have those things that I haven't, like, told her about. Like, it's just, but we're gradually doing it more. Like, we're having, like, you gotta really good conversations. Yeah. Like, well, it's really, it feels liberating when you just say whatever you're feeling, when, it, when you just have that confidence. And you get there by having someone like that to release them to. Yeah. And, like, that's really awesome. You guys have each other, and you're really working together and figuring it out. Like, you guys have always been, like, the best couple to be around. Like, you're always so oh, happy. Thanks. There's always stuff to do. Like, yeah. Like, it's, I don't know, like, some couples, they, like, move off into their own thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, we always want to be hanging yeah, out with other people. We just, like, thing, we just know? like having fun. Like, that's our, yeah. that's always it's been awesome. our goal. That's, yeah. That's why I know it's going to work out for you guys. And that's why, like, I never really, I don't know, I knew it was just a hiccup and, like, you were just figuring it out. Yeah, like, I... I don't know. I feel like I would never want to do anything to lose her. Like, that's... That's awesome. Yeah. That's really special. I care a lot about that. her. Yeah. And, like... Um, what were you going to say something? I was not. <laughs> <laughs> um, I did have a thought, but I don't remember it. It'll come back. Probably. Uh, yeah. How's your, how's your family doing? My family? Pretty good, I think. Uh... I don't know, things have always been distant with my dad, but I mean, that's, that hasn't changed, like, I mean, I don't know, yeah. but everything else is good. No, yeah. All the brothers and the mom are good. Neilan's still working out, Nate's still working out. Yeah, of course. Have you been able to talk to them a little bit more about things? Oh, not really, no. Me and my brothers don't talk much about stuff like that, like, we just, like... Hey, so I'm gonna need you to move up this room. Gonna stay. Yeah. Uh, don't mind my dog. He's eating a bone. <laughs> but uh, do you think like you're working towards a point to start talking to your family a little bit more? Um, I think the only pe person I can really talk to like that is my mom. Like I don't think me and my brothers are ever gonna have that. Dude, like, moms are just like that. Like every family, everyone's like, oh, I have this bad relationship with my dad, with my mom, or with my sister, my brother, and then they're like, but my mom, my mom is the best. <laughs> and, like, yeah. It's, it's the moms that hold the families together. I think my mom is like one of the best people to exist like that's odd i, I mean, feel like she's a great person like she her um everything she does i think is for other people which i think is like really admirable like she um she's very selfless yes extremely like she, she commits an un unimaginable amount of time to wrestling like watching her uh -huh, she yeah. carry the wrestling program for she cares four years so much then taking you on for four years now she has to do kneeling for four mm -hmm. years and she does it with a goddamn smile she doesn't mind at all she loves it she loves being around everyone who's wrestling she loves helping out with everything like she just loves i don't know doing good which that's is awesome. i think like, is great and that's awesome you acknowledge that and you see that role model in your life and like mm -hmm. She set that example for you boys, and like I see that in Nate, like I really do. When like he talks to us, like on graduation, he was so proud of us. You know what I'm saying? Like he was so excited for us to have graduation, mm -hmm. to be there with each other, and like he was like, I remember you guys as freshmen playing football, being like these little <laughs> little chubby kids, and now look at you, yeah. you're like adults. You know, it's it's crazy, and he's been there just as much in the wrestling program. Like it's funny how sports really show people principles we need to live on you know not funny but it it's sports are so important and mm -hmm. like me and angel talk about basketball but like wrestling like the main reason i did wrestling for a year was because of that atmosphere that was created yes. like you guys are such a 
well-bonded team. You all support each other. Like, everyone cares about everyone else. That's like, just always how it works. You have your individual match, and like, but everybody's rooting for you in that individual mm -hmm. match because we need you for the team. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, it's the most like tightly wound like non-team sport. Like it's it's crazy. Like you can you think about sports like uh, basketball and football. Like you have to work together, and like it's like it feels like when you're wrestling, it's different because you don't. It, no one's forcing you to work together so you just naturally come together and support each other because you are all alone like you all have uh -huh. to go up against this one guy and you're all like you're extremely nervous when you go out there like because you don't have anyone else backing you up you're it's Everyone's all on you. you yeah so you know you have to support everyone else who goes out there even if you're not friends with the person you have like you have to support uh -huh. them like, it, there's always been, like, little beefs and stuff like that, like, this year. All the time. And, like, All but that time. shit, right when the match starts set aside, like, I've always respected All the time. hell out of that attitude. And, like, Knapp set that example. Casella set that example. Rogers mm -hmm. now has set... Rogers been amazing. Me and, me and Barlow were talking about how Rogers... He was like, Rogers would not let you leave a practice. He's like, when the practice was over, if he told you to come spar with him, he, would, he and you were like, nah, I want to go. I need to leave. He would just run up behind you and double leg you and mm -hmm. make you start wrestling. And like, that's so awesome that like a coach just loves the sport that much. Yes, Rogers did. He loved the sport. I mean, I don't entirely agree with you on what? the whole Rogers thing. I mean, I'm not. I mean, I I've never been the biggest episode. fan of Rogers, but I mean, that's not. Really. I, well, I mean, I used to be. I mean, just the the way he dealt with some of the practices my senior year, at least. But um, Why? What happened? He was just not, like, really respectful of any of the wrestlers, How which so? is what I think. Like, he didn't let anyone contribute to the practice. Like, he tried really hard to, like, be the only person, like, controlling anything uh... in the practice. Like, he wouldn't let... Like, when Rex... For example, I don't mean to call anyone out, but when he would like try to show someone else a move, which is something that we've been doing in previous years, like the older guys who know what they're doing can show yeah. the younger guys what to do. When he would try to do that, like Rogers would be like, "No, we're doing this right now. Stop!" And like, "You're, you're an idiot, Rex. Like, stop." Nah, yeah, Rogers. Rogers is still a super young coach. Yeah, like, but I mean, you know, and like from the first year to the second year, he already improved so much yeah. as a coach. There are a lot of positives to Rogers. Like he'll, he, like it's you said, he'll never he let you quit. Yeah, the energy he, he brings to the table. Like he's just like keep working. And yeah. that, like that was in counseling too. Like when he, when he, when we had that day after like SATs or practice SATs or whatever it was, mm -hmm. and then he just brought us in. He's like crunching numbers and like just telling people like you can do it. You just need to work. Like you just need to yeah. think about everything. Like he makes everything. That's what I always respected. Like when I was stressing out about something or bugging out, I'd go to his room and he'd just be like break it down into a way I could do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I've always respected that his mindset just goes like, yeah, I can do it, but here's how I'm going to get there. So mm -hmm. I'm, like you chop, you chop away at the bit, like you just keep going. And I respected the hell out of that. Yeah. He's always pushing people to keep working. Like that's always what he wants. Even if it's not, even if they don't feel comfortable with it, like if they are like, oh, I don't think I can do this. This doesn't, this seems impossible. He's like, no, you have to, you're mm -hmm. going to, it's not something that, you like need to worry about and he seems like aggressive but it's really all out of love like he it just is wants everybody yeah to get better he really does it can be a little startling at times because he's like screaming at you <laughs> to i don't know do something I mean, very that's probably small the way he but took it, it like in, when his coaches probably screamed at him oh like, yeah for sure there's no doubt about he that he also had a chip on his shoulder like he's like five 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 <laughs> yeah. six and like there's some 
built-in rage yes. that comes with that height and the... <laughs> little man syndrome bro yes. it really is and i'm not making fun of little people but like they do they get self-conscious about that height yeah. but he he used that fuel to get better yeah, and as... like i'm not saying it's a the way to do it but that's the way he did it you know mm -hmm. and yeah uh, like I don't know. He's an awesome role model. Like I've been, keep, I keep trying to email him because I want to give him a shirt at school. <laughs> and he replied once, and he's like, "I can come to your house." I was like, "Okay, bet." Like I was like, oh. <laughs> and then I, he did not email me for another month. Like I have not heard yeah. back from. So I don't know. I'm still trying to figure that out. He always has been that kind of person who's like something needs to get done i'll do it like yeah whatever yeah. it is like when steven one time oh, when he yeah, wouldn't yeah. yeah when he was he wouldn't answer the phone or do anything when he had to be at the wrestling tournament the early bird tournament he was just he was like i'll i'll go to his house i'll go right now <laughs> i'll wake him up i don't care he immediately he drove to his house yeah even though yeah and in then his head he's like in his head it's if you want something done do it yourself like, mm -hmm. if you want something done right i mean just do it yourself yeah but like in a sense, you still need to be able to ask people for help and rely on other people. And like that's where we see he couldn't let Rex help people. Yeah, he was life. very much like, I have to do this. This has to get done. I'll just do it. Like, I don't care. But he, like, it was difficult to be a captain when he was the, when he was the coach. Like, because he wouldn't, he didn't want to give me any of the responsibilities. And I, like, I kept trying to tell him, like, I can do this. This is fine. Like, I can run the warm-up and stuff, you don't have to do this. He's like, nope, we're playing dodgeball. Like, yeah. this is what we're doing. But I'm like, all right, well, that kind of, you're kind of taken away from what I wanted to do, which is like, I don't know, get prepared, like get a good stretch in or something. And, and like, it, just... it builds a bigger bond within the team when you don't have to like rely on a coach. You yeah, exactly. When you, have a, when you have a kid who's stepping up in that role, it's, it's contagious and then kids just follow that. Mm -hmm. and, I mean, he'll learn that and like... Yeah. I think he's going to become a great coach. Oh, I for think, sure. Yeah. It's, yes. Give and him like, like five years. He's the best coach in Marlboro. And like if Mahoney keeps reeling him in on the football sidelines, oh, <laughs> that's the only issue too is you got to stop talking to refs, bro. He's, he's like a rabid dog on the football field for real. Like he's <laughs> always trying to... Like, a leash on him. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's always trying to bite off the heads of the refs and like... Mahoney's just like trying to hold him back. It's so funny. Yeah. It's so, and he would introduce him before all the games. He'd be like, "This is Rogers. This is the first time you're talking to him, and the last time you're going to talk to him." <laughs> and then, uh, but it's funny that they keep it in like a like a humorous light and like just make fun of him in that sense. And that's I think yeah. that's why he's so like he's so open and receptive to criticism. That's mm -hmm. why I think he's going to be fine. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. But, I mean, also this year he kind of. Nap and Casella were a little absent in the season. Oh, yeah. So, like, well, I mean, Nap kind of is excused for that, I think. I think there, oh, are things that, there are things that are going on that, like, not everyone knew about, and he had other responsibilities, and he couldn't even... He wasn't even really a coach. Like, he wasn't... I, I don't know. I don't think he was asked by the school to be a coach. I think that's how it worked. Like, he wasn't... Really? Yeah, I don't think he was technically... Like, I think if you looked at, like, all the paperwork for the school, he wasn't a coach. Damn. Yeah, but, I mean, he's still... still there so Yeah, he was much. still there. Anytime he was there as there. much as he possibly could be. So, But, like, that's probably, like, why Rogers felt a little controlling, because he was like, okay, now I have to take Yeah, because he's like... Now I have to take an yeah. assistant's role and, like, fulfill this head coach role, in a sense. Yeah, because he was like, now I'm the assistant coach, and if Casella isn't here, I'm the coach. Like, that's mm -hmm. how he thought. But How um, often was Casella there? Towards the end, he was rarely at a practice. He was there like once a week. Yeah. But um, 
he was there at like every meet, every time we like really needed him, he was there, which was always is always appreciated. I mean, he's he's a great coach. Mm-hmm. He's an amazing coach. He's one of All my of favorite are. coaches. They, yes, they make it hard to stop wrestling. Like I did one year, and then. It's about to hit the mic. <laughs> I did one year, and like it was so hard for me not to go back my junior year because of that atmosphere. Yeah. And like going back to what you said about how it's an individual sport, but it's a team sport. Mm-hmm. If you don't all go to practice, you can't get better either. You know what I'm saying? Like you need someone else there. Yeah. To work you and go through like that. You do. You kind of you do rely on someone else. Like me and Sean have always kind of relied on each other to get better. Like I think me and him towards the end were like really on par like it was cool to see like even being in the um in the position of needing someone else and having someone else need you like i could see the progression of how that affected me um like when we first started we were like all awkward and like didn't know how to move and like we weren't putting our crotches in each other's faces all the time <laughs> yeah like, like we not it, wrestling yeah like it's we, awkward but uh-huh it and is awkward in a sense but like once you get over awkward. that and it's like it's a sport you get over the awkwardness and you start getting like you start learning like oh what can i do better and how am i gonna take you down faster this time mm-hmm. and then it eventually just became like we didn't even have to think like we were just machines yes we were machines and like we were like keep going we kept going back and forth on each other and we kept working and we kept making each other better and i think that was really cool that's awesome yeah i thought it was so interesting how jackie wrestled this year and yeah. like how it, that could be seen as awkward to be like on the same sports team as your girlfriend but like you guys literally just embraced it and it was awesome like you yeah you i don't know like it was just awesome to see and it's like another thing that just makes you guys such a great couple like you really just both or into the same things and just went for it like she didn't hesitate she i'm like she's such a like a inspiring person to me like she does not give a shit bro like she just does what the fuck she wants. she's always been one of the bravest people i've ever met like she doesn't care about um thinking like she doesn't overthink things a lot she'll just think oh this is something i want to do i'm gonna do it when she like when she was in gymnastics for a while she felt like she wasn't getting anything out of that like she felt like she wasn't um in the right place mm-hmm. which is why i really admire why she like changed her wrestling she's like this looks like something i would be good at and it looks like something i would enjoy and she was good yes she, she was, was very really good. good yeah she did a lot better than i expected which is something that nothing i had nothing else to say but <laughs> she is very good yeah. she was she really was like, yeah. and she just works hard and that's why she's good at shit like she really does She's a very hard worker. She has always worked hard in, like, her job she works really hard in, her school. in school she works really hard in, anything, like, athletic she's worked really hard in, like, she's been... What? Did she play any other sports? Ah, oh, damn it. I'm, she didn't do a fall one, did I'm she? I'm not sure if she... I know she did... No, not during, like, the school year, not during, like, high school. She's, like, uh, gymnastics. Oh, yeah. just gymnastics. Yeah. I don't know about earlier than that, but like she's just been doing gymnastics, but she's been, she has always worked very hard. And she used to tell me a lot, like, this is like, the practices are like nothing. Like, that's what she always felt. Like, the practices are so easy. The wrestling ones? No, the gymnastics ones. That's oh, what she felt. Like, I was like, holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> she's on like, a whole other level. She, 
the fact that she could even go from gymnastics to wrestling is insane to me because like she was like like gymnastics is difficult i'm not putting down gymnastics at all like i know gymnastics oh, no. is extremely Olympians difficult yeah like the most jacked yeah like they have the lowest body them and swimmers they have the lowest body fat percentage yeah. on the planet it's insanely difficult and it's like dangerous too which is like like the the bars and stuff you could seriously hurt yourself and like even doing like floor and stuff where you're just like flipping around on the ground that's insane yes it takes a lot of skill and a lot of practice but what jackie was telling me was like towards the end of it she felt like her team specifically wasn't working as hard as they could have been which is why she kind of which is one of the reasons i think she left which is that she she just um, wanted to push herself yeah she wanted to push herself harder than they were pushing her and then they she went to wrestling and she was like this is like what I wanted, like this is difficult yeah. work. This is like up to my. I'm glad she found work it. Work ethic, yeah. I'm glad she found it. Maybe she'll keep going in college. She has been telling me she wants to keep wrestling. Really? Yeah, That's like awesome, she's. Bro. That's so sick. Yeah, but I mean, it's a little more difficult for her because like she's a small woman, which is yeah, difficult. It's difficult to find people who are at your like skill, skill level, yeah, and are willing to do it. Like there, there are not a lot of. Maybe could, she could start her own thing, you know, like, she's yeah. so determined, she might be able to get a girls wrestling thing going. It's possible, yeah, she could easily do that, but, I, well, not easily, definitely put, not easily. I would not put it past But, yeah, she's, that's something she can accomplish if she really put her mind to it. And, uh, but, yeah, other than that, it's hard to find people to just screw around with and just wrestle, because, like... Mm -hmm. Like me, I'm like 160 pounds, and You're I could in the middle of the yeah, I could wrestle anybody. Yeah, she can't wrestle anyone. Yeah, which is like, that's it what, must be difficult. That's what like that. I think that's why one of like 170 to one like 52, 145, they're all so good. It's because you could literally practice with anyone. Mm -hmm. Like you could, it doesn't matter. You could go from 10 weight, 10 pounds above, 10 pounds lower, like even more than that. Like when definitely I, when more I was than at one. I was wrestling at 160 sophomore year. Like I was still wrestling like, with like us. You know what I'm saying? He was 195. Yeah, yeah. I was all. I've always been like wrestling with bigger people that like can push me, and also like smaller people who have a lot more experience. So like you can go up to the higher weight classes and get stronger and tougher, and you can work on making your moves like more. Like you can be sure of yourself more because you like you can take down if you can take down someone that big yeah. it's so much easier to take down and someone your own weight with yeah super confidence mm -hmm. and those younger guys the, not the younger guys the smaller guys who know a lot more like when i was a freshman i would wrestle a lot with paul sock me and sean like we were 132 was wrestling with the 106 and he knew like so many things that we didn't know same with um richie weber like he would show us so much stuff that we had no idea about like mm -hmm all the crazy moves where you could like throw someone over your head Richard's and a different breed of martial arts he, he is so very much, much is he is so knowledgeable i can't wait to talk to him he would be a great guest just talk he, about all his crazy jujitsu and boxing and hunting like stories he just has a lot of physical talents that guy yeah he's yeah. a different breed mm -hmm. but yeah it's those guys are good to learn from the be probably the best like are you looking at wrestling college you've been looking around no not oh. at all i think i'm good <laughs> yeah content uh-huh i'm definitely good i don't need any more i've been 
four years of that is it takes a lot out of you and i really respect people who can keep going with that because it's they just have a drive and like not yeah. saying you don't but it's like you no i know you if you feel like it. you just you have fun with it and you're like i haven't had enough of this yet i need to keep going that's i think that's great that's awesome yeah. that's a passion that's a true passion yeah like my brother he's been he is going on to his fourth year of wrestling in college and he is still loving it like he hasn't he doesn't feel tired of it he wants to keep going that's awesome. He's thinking about is he doing. He's still thinking about starting like a, his own type of flow wrestling. I am not sure if he's a hundred percent on that. I know he wants. I'm sure he would be very happy to have done that, but I don't know if he's still going super deep into it. But uh, yeah, he's he's still loving wrestling. Still, like he told me just the other day that he wanted to do an exhibition match with like me and him wrestling, and like. Walter and Wilson wrestling and like just a bunch of brothers wrestling each other just for fun for um and then we'd like donate money to charity that's so awesome made, yeah like he <laughs> he's always he loves wrestling Dude, and anything to Richie do with it. or Richard because he has a gym yeah that and would be well I mean that's not the biggest place to like host something like that like it's a it's like uh -oh. that's the kind of place where you really just go to practice yeah, right. but I mean yeah, there are definitely places we can go to get that done. Like that can—that's a very real possibility. Just with COVID, it might be a little bit. Uh, it would be difficult, but it, we it, we can get it done. Just wrestle I think. with masks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why not? <laughs> but no, no, they're all brothers. It doesn't matter. They're all family. Oh, true. Yeah. If you just wrestle with each other. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I thought he meant like your family versus another. No, family. no, 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 no. He meant me and Nate wrestle. In the middle, and then Walter and Wilson wrestle, and then like Noah Wilcox and Charlie Wilcox. Yeah, I think that would Wilson. be. I would actually pay to see that. That'd be sick. That's fun to watch too. I see like when Walter comes back and Wilson's there sometimes, and when Wilson was on the team, it's always cool to see them wrestle. That's awesome. Yeah. Pat Pat the dog. Um, we can talk about coincidence. <laughs> what do you mean coincidence? I know you said you thought nothing was a coincidence, and I completely disagree. Alright, what do you I, have to say? I think everything's a coincidence. How so? I think um, you are completely... Like, me and Jackie talked about this yesterday, that she thinks that destiny is predetermined, and I disagree. Tell me your side. I'm Okay, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think that you can choose whatever you want to do, and that will... That's not predetermined. I think you um, can change your life by doing small things like making choices. You can choosing like the college you choose to go to. That's that completely changes your life. I think where you choose to work completely changes your life. And I don't think that's I don't think that's set in stone. I don't think like it's already. I don't think you have a path already. I think you can change your path. You can do whatever you want. So I think what I felt is you are not your mind and you are not your body mm -hmm. and your soul is above you and this is what attracts you to certain people and what brings you to certain places me justin and steven have not always been like best of friends there's been times where like i've really thought about giving up on them and yeah. like just not hanging out with them mm -hmm. but for some reason we've just continued to hang out we've just continued to be with each other and our souls were attracted to each other and now we've hit this point that we only reached with each other and mm. the reason that we we at, in the time I was like why am I still hanging out with these kids now I know why 
because I got me there. And when you see these coincidences and you see these decisions, you you don't realize that they do happen for a purpose. So like, I stopped, I picked Suffolk as my school yep. immediately. They were the first school that gave me good money. And I was like, screw it, I'm going for cheap. That's, that's what I want. So I picked Suffolk, yep. I decided there. And now, and I was looking at schools out of state, you know what I'm saying? Like schools that are in states that are not doing too well with the COVID. And this was all before pre-COVID. And all I really wanted was in-class classes. I want face-to-face classes. Yeah. And a lot of schools, like your own, just announced online. And, like, a lot of schools Mostly. are doing the hybrid. And I just got an email today that my schedule is all online. And at first I was like, okay, that's fine. But then I looked down the email and it's like, if you want face-to-face classes, you can email right now and say, you're, I, I want face-to-face classes, right. but your schedule needs to be flexible. And I said, my schedule can be as flexible as possible. Mm-hmm. And now I'm gonna be in all face-to-face classes or hybrid classes, which are both, and like, that's a happy medium. And yes. I think that happened for a reason. The reason I picked Suffolk was because now I can do what I want. And it's not not like I knew, obviously there was a conscious decision, but I'm saying like, your path is made in the sense that it all leads to where you want to be in a sense like hmm. everything that's perceived as negative everything that's perceived as positive is why i'm right here right now and talking to you like there yes in this mortal world we discussed about coming together we discussed about like having this moment together and coming like we made the decision to plan this moment yes. but it's the reason we thought to is because of our souls attracting to each other. Because mm. of, in a point in time, our souls were going to be here. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. I get what you're saying, but I'm not, still not entirely sold. Like I like, think I understand what you're saying. You could change your life, but the decision <laughs> to change your life is made in your head. But like, it's made through your soul, like coming out of you in a sense. Like. I don't know, like in COVID, I was feeling super lost, like super lost. I stopped working out. I was playing video games from 2 p.m. to 4 a.m. Yep. We were playing Rocket League till we couldn't see straight. Been there, yeah. Just, <laughs> we were just talking about the craziest things. And <laughs> like, and then what's it called? And then I was like, I need to start making money, right? Yep. So I was like, I'm going to get a job. Of course. I get a job. I need to work out. I need the, the shift starts at 4 a.m. So I'm on a schedule now. Target saved me. Target literally saved me. And I was doing it for money, but it got me in a better place because it put me on schedule. And then once I was on that schedule, I started working out right after work because I felt good after making money. And you know what I'm saying? And then after I worked out, I was like, you know, I want to put the right things in my body. And now I started getting back into my proteins. I started looking at what I'm eating. I started researching my diet again. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like the reason, like at first, my first conscious reason for going to work was for money. Yep. But the spiritual reason is because I feel so much better now. I needed a schedule. I needed I needed life again. With with this quarantine and everything, I was no schedule. I was lost. I was just eating anything I wanted, not working out, like just hating on everybody around me, like getting extremely angry over video games, not hanging out with my friends, like yeah. And it, it became an issue, like and that's I addressed the issue. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. consciously, I addressed the issue, but it got so point my like body was showing the issue. I was fat as hell, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. and it's, it's what happens. And like, peop, everybody hits that awakening point. And I'm not talking like spiritual awakening, but the wake up, like, okay, I need to change something. You mm. know what I'm saying? And that's because your your body feels like it needs to change something. And like, 
I had another good example of, oh, yeah, my neck has always hurt and I ignored it because I'm just like, oh, I play football. That's why it hurts. Yeah. And like now I did some research. I have insurance that covers checkups and um, you could get this insurance through having a job and mm -hmm. you just pay a $15 copay every time you go to visit them. And I said to myself, I don't know how bad I feel. Like I know I don't know how bad I even feel because of my posture. Yeah. And I started going and I've been going for like two months now, just cracking my back every like twice a week and getting everything straight and I've been feeling great. And then little did I know that straightening out my back straightened my posture and then it aligned my chakras mm. in my body. And now I've been discovering chakras. Do you know what I'm saying? Like that's no coincidence. There was a reason that I felt I needed to crack my back. I got it cracked and now my back is aligned and now I can see much clearer in the world and I can feel these energies in my body. You know what I'm saying? Like I wouldn't have learned about these things if I didn't do that first step. And at first you just seem like, yeah, it's a conscious decision to make yourself better, but it led to where I am. You, The path has been made and you just have to trust and faith that when you feel like doing something, fucking do it. You know what I'm saying? Like you exactly. feel like that for a reason. You don't have to explain and it's going to show a bigger benefit in the future. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. Still don't entirely agree. I'm still all like, if you feel like doing something, you do it. I completely agree with that. I think you should be doing anything you want to do. I think you should be doing anything you feel like you need to do, anything you feel like will improve you, or just that you feel like will make you happier. But I don't think that's all predetermined. I don't think some higher force is compelling you to do it. I think if you want to, I don't know, if right now I wanted to drive across the country and just like leave everything behind and just start a new life somewhere else, I can do that. And I think if I don't want to do that, I don't have to do that. Like I can just... Yeah, but either one was the path you chose. That's what I'm saying. Like at the end of the day, you're going to look back and you're going to be like, wow, everything happened to where I am and I'm only where I am because everything happened. Well, yeah, but like you can end up in different places. That's what I think. I think. But you're not. You only end up in one. There's only one path. I understand there's options, but there is only one path. Alternate realities, my man. <laughs> <laughs> like different dimensions. Sure. I don't know. <laughs> there are infinite realities, I think, and there's I think. Infinite possibilities. Yeah. So I think you can, like, no matter what you choose, you'll end up in the place you want to be, but you could have also been somewhere slightly different, but you could also want to be there. But you're not. That's what I'm saying. I know you're not. It doesn't matter what could have been or what's going to be. Yeah. It's where you are. And you're only there because of that path. I get <laughs> I get what you're saying. Do you know? Yeah. I knew this would happen. I knew I would bring something up and you'd be like, ah, what are you talking about? I don't like <laughs> no, that. No, I, I understand what you're saying because your concept is it is a conscious decision mm -hmm. to do things. So why... Like, I can do anything I want right now. Yep. But in my sense, I'm just saying, like, I could do anything I want, and it works out for a bigger reason. Like, my the way my parents met. Like, the, if you ever hear marriage stories, it's the craziest things ever. Like, my mom and my mom's college roommate wanted to hang out with her, so they started hanging out, and her husband was over, and she didn't know that. They were just hanging out, and then my dad was... Uh, stopping by to drop something off for my brother on the way to like another function with a girl mm. and fell 
it came across my mom and they just hit it off and like that was their path like that's how I'm even a being now you know what yeah. I'm saying and like they didn't know it but it was fate that brought them to that point you get what I'm saying you're gonna hate me I have so <laughs> I'm gonna disagree with that too no hate no hate <laughs> okay I think that is obviously that's what happened and that is something that worked out very well but I think it could have happened differently I think um, I don't know your dad or your mom could have met someone else you could be a different person you could look completely different I, if my mom and dad didn't meet I would be here I know your if your mom met someone else no. it, you would be someone I needed, else I need my dad just as much as I needed my mom to I be, understand be a spirit though what do you mean to be a spirit like uh, like their energies needed to come together to create me if any other human being was in that process It's a different soul going to that body. All right, then you wouldn't exist and then someone else would exist You'd be a little different, but pretty similar to you <laughs> I knew it I knew, I knew you'd get frustrated by some of this. It's cuz I get what you're saying and I don't know how to rebuttal it It is just <laughs> Oh man, I have always been, like leading up to this. I've been afraid that I've been I would not change your thought, but make you think about something that would be different than what you've already been setting. And I don't want to, I don't want to mess with your path because I know you're doing very well. Hey, like yeah. I can hear what you have to say, and I'm still gonna believe what I believe. In. Okay, and okay, like, okay, good. The word fate means a lot to me mm -hmm. because I understand. Dan, you can do it. I guess like we're arguing two different points. You're saying you yeah. can make those decisions and stuff, yeah. but I'm saying everything that you did happened for a reason. You know what I'm saying? So like, you make that con. You're, there's infinite possibilities. Yep. And this is what we discussed in Zach's. There's infinite, infinite amount of everything. Infinite. An unfathomable conceptual amount of options in this planet for each and every entire life mm -hmm. and that's where the concept of there's infinite universes with the same people with every single change like with every single option happening because it's infinite and it goes on forever could be different but I'm people. saying so in this universe that we are present in yep this was our path in the sense that what could have happened happened in a different universe yeah but it didn't in this one i yeah i think that makes sense like that everything else like there's an infinite amount of things that can be happening so this is the only thing that could ever happen which does make sense to me i do agree with that like since there are infinite realities this is the only one where all this happens everything yes. that's happened happened so i do agree so with that there is a path there is a path, but you can, it's not, I do think you can still change it. Yeah. I don't think it's, but it's always change, shifting. That change is for, like, you don't realize that change is for something later. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, the change I made in my life was for something, the chiropractor was a change that I didn't even realize. Yeah. Like, I wasn't spiritual that much before the chiropractor. Mm hmm In that, I thought my back hurt, but it was really my mind that hurt. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like I, I said before, I didn't know how much better, I don't know how bad I feel, and it was how bad I felt with myself, not even physically, it was mm -hmm. emotionally, how bad I felt about myself. And like, 
fixing my posture brought a lot of confidence to myself too because like I've been called the hunchback at Notre Dame forever and I have deserved it because <laughs> my back was literally protruding out of my lumbar like it was it was gross yeah <laughs> but I don't know like we're talking about the same thing. We're in agreement on everything, but <laughs> yeah, it's like so. per, it's just different perception. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah, no, I know feel, what you're saying. We like, both agree. I on, feel like yeah. I don't know if you heard the one with Jen, but we talked about in Hinduism. You before you're reincarnated, you see your family, you see your friends, you see the people you're gonna encounter, and these crazy, like you see all everything lined up, and what might have seemed like you're like in that waiting room or whatever my parents saw that moment where they're gonna meet right but in life you're in your mind you like you're think you think with your mind you don't think with your soul yep. so they they didn't see that path but it was there do you know get what I'm saying I think so okay. I don't know if I'm like I think that's a great thought I don't know if like to me this probably isn't the best way of thinking but I think that if I don't have proof of something, I can't that's immediately, the, I can't believe of it. Like, I can't entirely believe in it. I understand, yeah. I understand, like, that's part of, that's probably anti-faith, I guess. It's not anti-faith, it's just your perception of faith, I guess, hmm. in a sense. Because you're saying, and, like, that's a big thing when people are like, they believe in God's faith. I believe in my own faith, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I believe that path that I create for myself, but I created it already, you know what I'm saying? And I'm just finding it out through this mortal life. Okay. So, I don't know. Does that make... Like, I understand we're on the same page, but our perceptions of it are still different. It Like, that makes sense to me, but I still... I You can make change yeah. for yourself. And, like, but that, I'm saying that change was going to come. Yes, but, I mean, I, I'm not sure. I just can't. I can't I, I couldn't immediately, wrap my head around, yeah. I, I was in the same place as you, and I couldn't wrap my head around it, and I still, the fact that I can't give you a good explanation of it means I still can't wrap my head around it and mm. need to reevaluate, not reevaluate, but just keep searching and keep figuring things out. Like, I mean, I'm not going to lie, I've only really been like crazy into this, like, I've always wanted to look into religions. I have a big list in my room. I've always had like books that I'm going to order and read. Oh. And like, just because I've always been like, that's their perception of, dude, my whole life has always just been, how the fuck? Like, what is going on? What, <laughs> what is happening? And, like, that's just what my, my main priority has been. And, like, in school, like, obviously, like, all these mortal things I've been, like, I get out of the way. But, like, my main, I'm always thinking about what's above us, what space is, what this came from, like, hmm. the Big Bang. I always, I have met, like, a bunch of astrophysics books. I have a bunch of things. Like, I just want to learn about these things. And to look, I knew I wanted to look in religion and now like I've looked into, and like my fate had brought me to find out that they all sit on the same morals and I found these morals through my chakras. Mm. And like you could say that's at your own religion, but I agree with the Indian culture in the sense of chakras. There's a lot of other things they don't believe, they believe in that I don't. Yeah. I believe in a lot of things in Buddhism where it's, contentment and living in the moment but I think a big thing of Buddhism is that's it there's nothing else once you found that contentment you just need to sit in that that place of peace and I think there's much more to our consciousness I think there's much more to our brain due to what I've been feeling and doing to 
like due to science. Yeah. I also believe a lot in science because there's proof and a like there's truth behind it. Yes. And I've been putting these bits and pieces together for myself and like that was my fate because mm -hmm. I found this out through my way. People have done it through the church and still believe that uh, God is inside them and God is love. I believe I'm my own creator. I believe I created this world, this life, this path for myself because I knew I could endure what was ahead of me. Hmm. And I, it's a hard concept. You really need to believe in reincarnation to believe that concept. And the reason I believe in reincarnation is because we are all connected and there's a greater idea of the earth recycles itself and so do souls. And we've all been the the same soul. We're all a connected soul. And that's why when you talk to someone and you're spreading positivity and you're happy, you're they admit that same energy. They admit that same level of excitement to just be with another human being because mm -hmm. that soul that it's like it's like water. Water is the only element that wants to be back together. And we are created from water. We are majority of us are water. So we might have run off and we've been a raindrop that goes away from the group, but once, but we gravitate towards the group and want to be bound back together. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? And it, like another thing with water is when you shine light through it, it creates a rainbow, correct? Yes. <laughs> and when, if we are water, and the seven sh there's seven colors in the rainbow, there's seven chakras in the order of the rainbow, when you shine light through us, the light of happiness, you see those chakras. Mm -hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? And like this is off your topic in a sense that the, the path thing, but what I'm talking about now is like we all are connected and that's why I believe in reincarnation. And reincarnation leads me to creating my own path. So to bring it back full circle, that's why I just went on that long tangent of how we are water and why that's important and like why, I don't know, like symbolism in nature and in life isn't coincidence to me because we were created from those things. Hmm. Do you know what I'm saying? Like people are like, so. well, that's crazy how our bodies are so complex. They were made based off our environment. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Me and Lou Vigil were talking the other day how... The gravity on the moon is at uh, acceleration of 1.6 or 1.9 meters per second squared. And then here, it's 9.8. And then he's like, "Our the way we move wouldn't be as efficient on that planet. Yeah. And like it's like, well, yeah, we have the most efficient way because we are created in the planet. Like, we are part of the planet. Yeah. So the concept that gets me to the that we all have our own path is that we are all connected in a sense okay i do like all of that i am all i think that <laughs> you're gonna dude i'm not frustrated at all like i love these conversations okay good all right so i think that that is amazing all of that being connected to everything great but i <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't entirely get behind it because I don't see, I don't know, I don't, I am a kind of person who needs evidence in something, and if I don't That's see direct evidence of something, I can't entirely believe it. I can't entirely be on board with this because I don't see 
entire proof. I don't see this. I don't see it affecting my life. It, it might. It probably does. But if I don't see that, I don't know for a fact that that happens. I can't entirely be on board with it. And I, I'm in the same boat. I mm -hmm. need to see it. And where I saw it is the only way, the only way I reached this point is through everything that happened in my life. Hmm. Like when I played baseball when I was little, I would, dude, like if I got out or something, I'd cry. Like I'd literally cry in Little League. And my mom, to my mom told me when like recently, but my mom told me the same, uh, crying is the same release as screaming when you have anger. And when I was little, and when I'm older, everything, I've always took everything on myself. Like, our football team wasn't the best this year, and I yep. hated myself because I felt like it was my fault that Been we weren't there. there. Mm -hmm. And, like, in baseball, I would get so mad, not at other people, and I wouldn't be like, oh, it's because I want, like, fame. I want, like, I want to do good so everybody thinks I'm good. It's like, I want to contribute. And when I wasn't contributing, I was so mad at myself. Like, that was my release. And the fact that my parents were accepting of that, like, release of emotion, I've always been able to talk about them talk to them about things yeah you know what I'm saying and that was part of my path of getting here is being able to talk to my parents and like they've been so open to everything I've done in my life because they're just like I can't control you you're a kid and you're gonna have to figure it out on your own hmm. and like there's parents who are very strict and thought they could just tell their kids what to do uh -huh. and now they're stuck in a spot where they're butting heads you know what I'm saying I know exactly what you're saying I have very good experience with that me and uh, me and my father yes have <laughs> Like, he, okay, I don't think everything he's, I don't think the person he is is entirely his fault. I think he's... He was created from his environment. Yes, he's, he had a very difficult childhood. He lived in, I think it was Chula Vista in California, and he, that is not a great place to live. I don't know if you've ever been over there. I, I'm pretty sure it's Chula Vista. But yeah, did not live in a great place. Like, his parents weren't great to him. I know his dad was kind of cruel. I know there was a little bit of violence there. I know his mom was pretty cruel. He, she didn't really, um, didn't support any, like much of what he did and was also very critical of him. And he would get into a lot of, um, a lot of fights when he was little. Like he would, when he was like very young, he would get, he wouldn't really get into fights. It was more like he would get beat up a lot by like groups of people. And he told me a story one time that he, um, he was getting chased by this group of guys. He eventually made it back to his house. He thought he was safe. He saw his dad there and the kids were still there. They were still prepared to beat him up. He saw his dad. He's like, dad, help. And he's like, nope. And the kids just beat the crap out of him in front of his dad. That's and in his brain for the rest of his life. That's trauma. Mm -hmm. he's for sure. And then his dad, he's like, all the kids left. He was beaten to a pulp. He was like laying there. His dad looked at him. He was like, all right, it was your first fight. You lost. You're going to keep working. You're going to get better. You're going to beat him next time. And then his dad, him and his dad, he, his dad taught him how to fight. His dad was a boxer. His dad's a very good boxer. My grandpa. He, um, he learned how to fight. He learned karate. He learned all this stuff. And he just... He, he just fought back. That's That was his life. He was just fighting his whole life. And I think when he got older, he just, like, he kind of retained some of that stuff. Like he, And he realized where a lot of his pain came from and didn't want to put that on your 
He's he tried very hard not to put the same kind of pain He's doing on the me. Best he yeah, can, he is. The, I know that because of what he did, because of what he went through, some's gonna come out in you, and now the pain you get from him, you're gonna realize and not want to put on your kids, and like that's how it just gets better and better, and it sucks that it starts in a hard place for mm-hmm. a lot of families, but like that's why I've been so like I've been so lucky that my family, I don't I have no history of anything like that you know yeah. what i'm saying and that's why i'm so i'm at this point yeah is because all of those lives before me were so open to each other and so nice and mm-hmm. like obviously there was like screaming in my dad's life and stuff like that but like he got that he didn't like the screaming so he didn't scream at us but like there's other things that came out in terms of attitude that hurt my sister and it hurt it didn't really hurt me because i i don't know for some reason like i don't know my life has just been so odd like i don't understand my life in yeah. a sense because like everybody the concept of reincarnation is you have had a soul before and you have to take that pain with you to figure out your you have to you have to you whatever you did in your first life you have to endure that pain in your next life or whatever life you're on yeah and like i haven't i've had pain with myself but not from my environment like i feel like a baby like I literally feel like a baby in this planet yeah I'm like I'm not saying I've had a terrible life or anything like I've had a very good everyone life altogether pain. everyone yes. has pain but I mean the like my dad and my like just that whole environment like with him like he's clearly had a lot of pain in his life like I knew that and um but he does like kind of bring that to me and my brothers like we do feel that clearly like he's he's always been one to be yelling yeah constantly like at nothing like he'll yell he every like five minutes yeah a lot of anger and anger's within if you're getting anger you're only putting out into the universe so mm-hmm. he received it it's in him. He's only been putting it out and only been getting it back. It's all he's known. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And like the fact that you acknowledge all of this means you're going to be the awakening for your family. I, God, I hope so. And I mean, I have like... No, you will. I know. Give I know. up on hope. I'm. You will. I don't, I don't know this for sure because I, me and my brothers have always, it's more my brothers than me have always struggled a little bit with the anger from my dad like these not him yelling at us i mean us getting angry at just little things like i pissed you off so many times where like you've gotten so mad so fast i'm like that's not he's not mad at me i'm just the tipping point i just want to fight something you're just you're making me (laughs) like when you do that you make me want to fight something and that's like (laughs) it's something i like when i was little i would act on that like when i was younger i would fight people when i was angry like i would in elementary school i used to um i don't want to say i bullied a kid but i kind of bullied a kid i bullied a kid yeah like i would I have, I hit him a lot, and, and then eventually, yeah, my dad was hit a lot, and, and then hit a lot. I hit a lot. I I think I've I've gotten a lot better about that. I don't actually. I mean, you don't hit people. Now. No, I don't hit people now. <laughs> I used to, like it it got it got better and better. Like I used to hit people out of rage, and then sometimes I would just like punch for fun, but like still like actually hurt people, yeah. which was something that like 
I get, thought was like and okay you're also and acceptable. Way stronger than you. Yeah, you're like I have. Stronger than you think you are. That's always been the case. As I get as I got stronger, I was like, oh, this is fun. I get to use my strength. But <laughs> like as and I get a little older, I'm like, oh, I shouldn't be doing that. That's a bad idea. Mm -hmm. That will only lead to pain. Yeah, pain, bad things. Like um, I don't know. My brother obviously has been in some trouble with the law, and has and it's really just because of his anger. I think. Yeah. Because like he's. Like at and some time he, he's him as the older brother, mm -hmm. he's taking on a and like with a father that like you had. Yep. You've seen him as a fatherly figure in your life and you said that like he's been you've told me Oh yeah many Nate, times before I think, this, like he's saved you in mm -hmm, a sense. For sure. He's always tried to like he has what I want to do when I'm older, which is like pass down on my kids like things that aren't what my dad did, like try not to yell at them and stuff he tries to do that with me and my little brother like he tries not to everyone's just trying yell to at us yeah he tries to make us better people he tries to be supportive i really appreciate that and even though he struggles with the things that he does like the anger and stuff he tries really hard not to take that out on us anymore he used to a little bit but i mean that wasn't that wasn't bad at all i he mean when just, we're all kids yeah we i know we're kids better. we're just fighting each other like it's stupid but it doesn't have beef yeah naturally like that will still affect me but i mean it's not like that's not something he wants to do it's not something he wants to he, like he, yeah, as he grows he's matured a lot so much like a lot so much like late high school and very early college he was in a really bad place like he was his anger got the best of him a lot but now he's a lot more controlled i don't think anything like that will ever happen again because he Knows. Has he released like those emotions, or is he just? I think so. I mean, he he does still get very angry at times. Like when he got oh my god, when he got his <laughs> wisdom teeth taken out, he was he was yelling at everybody. He was freaking out at my mom. Like I would say something to him, he'd be like, "Shut up! I'm leaving. Fuck you! I'm going away." <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, but like he he doesn't take it out on us, at, like pretty much at all anymore, which is very That's nice. That's good. Yeah, it really is, and like. You can't because if you bring that energy to your family it stays there yeah and like you your home needs to be a safe haven because the world's it's a scary place sometimes mm -hmm. you know and, yeah but um like it's uh you're very good at having these conversations opening up and like it doesn't seem like it and you even tell yourself you're not good at it but you are you know what i'm saying i think i have a lot of this stuff buried like i think a lot of the things i feel were difficult in my life I don't feel like I want to talk about with people but I do try to open up like yeah, I've opened up trying, with you a lot and it, like yeah. actively trying and like a big part of opening up is just someone listening you know yeah, what I'm saying like you just need someone to listen and I'm like if you like I'm telling you you realizing this you seeing all these things in your family you being as smart as you are like you're gonna help your family you're gonna change your family the way it is like and having a younger brother as well who's gonna see this example like mm -hmm. you're a the Nate to him. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I've been trying. Like, it's still difficult to understand the effect you're having on people like that because I haven't always been conscious of how I've been affecting Neilan because I used to... I mean, I had always seen him as a little brother who has been trying to, like, surpass me, which is something that isn't... It's not a good thought. Yeah. But I mean, I don't see it that way anymore. I think we're completely different people and we have our own strengths. But when I was younger, like he was getting, he's always been like 
as big as me or bigger than me, which has been something that kind of, it hurt my ego. Yeah. But I don't think that's a problem anymore. Like, I don't care. Like, he's taller than me. I don't care. That's fine. He can, he's going to have his own strength. He's going to do a lot he's more. He's a different person. Yeah, he's a, clearly a different person. And I don't want to resent him for that. because when you're kids, you're compared as... When you're in the same family, you're compared as the same person. All the time. All and the like, time. I feel bad right now because I have twin cousins who one's getting big and one's not. Yeah. And like he, you could tell in just the way he like holds himself, he feels bad about it. Yeah. And it's like, you're just different. And There's like, a lot less confidence when there are like people who have the same environment as you, who's like, when it seems like they're getting better than you. Mm-hmm. That's, I've always felt like that with my older brother has always, it's always felt like he was doing better than me in everything, which is not a good thought but it's okay i'm i've gotten over it yeah. because it's he's a different he's person better. he's just doing better. yeah it's different like he has his struggles i can see that like he has things he's struggle like he's not good at or he doesn't like doing and then i'm okay with and i can right do better yourself you do really well in school when you apply yourself yeah i think you're right i think i'm i you're, am not saying that i way better than me like in <laughs> I, a sense like I, I, the only thing is, that, like, that. freshman year, I was a tryhard, and, like, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, when you applied yourself, like, you're one of the smartest kids I know, you know? Oh, thank you, but, I mean, I don't, I, like, I'm still not sure. Like, I mean, it's possible that that's the case. It's possible that if I apply myself more, but I can't know that for sure. Until you apply yourself. Yeah, of course. That's and why I'm trying more. I'm trying, I want to apply myself be, a lot more in college. I think college yeah. is going to be a good thing for you, because you're going to have time to focus on the work instead of worrying about wrestling practice whatever you're I think it'll be good for me not to wrestle or play football because I think those were while they were very good for me they did do a lot for me I think it also put a lot of pressure on me yeah and they're poorly set up in high school in the sense that you go six hours of school three hours of extracurriculars and then an hour of homework you know Mm -hmm. what I'm saying something like that and like most student athletes you see just doing it during school like the class before and it's because like you're beat you really are like you're really beat at the end of the day and like when you're with your family you should be with your family not still trying to be at school i'm extremely impressed by like high school athletes who are like three sport athletes and do amazing yeah that astounds me because that's such a difficult thing to do and performing well in school like evan doherty is like he's just such a big role model huge role model he was like he killed it at every sport he played he destroyed it at school like he would get amazing grades he's always so happy and he was yeah he was so positive he always gave off a good vibe i think and in wrestling like when me and kevin mello would wrestle kevin would do a move and then get cocky and then he'd just be like kevin come here just put him in his place like immediately and then and then he would start wrestling with me again and showing stuff he's like don't do that like don't don't just pick on little kids you know like he yeah yeah he's a lot of the reason of like i really did look up to him yeah he always knew the right thing to do which i think is very admirable but yeah man this was a good conversation and like you could open like you can open up about things to me and like all the time but i'm saying it's there in your family too like they definitely want to subconsciously they want to open up too and like it's yeah you'll get to that point don't rush it don't force it you'll feel it when the time comes like Mm -hmm. the thing for me is that lately i've been trying to force conversations like this and then they come out unauthentic yeah it's like i'm not being productive and then when i just encounter my mom and like i'm just eating something while she comes in the kitchen it's the best conversations in my life you know what i'm saying like yeah it doesn't just it it doesn't doesn't happen if you you make it happen yeah you can't force these but like yeah man it's awesome i'm glad you came on like 
Uh, you've been on. You've been a supporter since day one, and you've been on before. And of course. I can't wait to keep having you on with different groups. Andy was supposed to be here. Um, yeah. I was. Uh, his brother got got a fever, and he has to take care of. His Allegedly. Family. Maybe he passed out from eating too many slices of salami, but we don't know. That's always a possibility for him, yeah. And I'm, uh, great to be here. Nice yeah. to have you. All right. Peace out. All right. Okay. We forgot to talk is. about the song. Someone wants to talk about it, so say what it is. There's not much to it. It's called... It's Caroline by Anim Anime. I don't know what the hell. How do you pronounce his name? Oh, I know it was like Caroline. Yeah, that one. Fine. Yeah, that's uh, favorite song. That's been my favorite song for years. It's um, it's just always been an. It's always a positive vibe. Every time you hear that song, you. I it, saw like, him it in concert happy. and it was awesome, bro. He did. He, he was at. He's probably gonna. Oh, COVID. But um, <laughs> yeah, he's at House of Blues and like a lot of artists go there often mm -hmm. since i'm gonna be school in boston we should go and like just see whoever comes in i'd love to It'd be awesome yeah but uh that's his song that's why i like it <laughs> and peace out i'm back it's looking like it's about time to fuck it up caroline listen up don't wanna hear about your horoscope or what the future holds shut up and shut up and let's get going like a tarantino movie don't wanna talk it out can we fuck it out cause we gon' be up all night fuck a decaf you see i'm a tall thug guess i'm a giraffe if you want safe sex baby use the knee pad freaky with the sticky icky baby give me kitty kitty West side, nigga. Boy, you like 98 degrees and I'm 300, nigga. Keep your feet running. I keep, keep, keep when I eat these beats. Better boy, get scarred. Don't run up in my lane. I don't want you in my lane. You a lame, get swerved. Cause gray scenes might be great, but I love your bloopers. And perfects for the urgent. Baby, I want forever. You're alive. Don't you see that? I want you to be mine.